Okay, I will kick it off for episode four. <laughs> you were waiting for that. <laughs> I sure was. Uh, thank you for listening to Gus Watch. I am Sharon Carter here, of course, again with Emma Skies. That's me. And Emma, would you say you got a kick out of this episode? I I did. I did. Some of it was just a real kick in the chest. Yes. uh, Yeah. It's hard. um, And deservedly, I would say. Deservedly. Just just out of nowhere. You know, it just completely blindsides you. Sometimes you just get get a little spooked. Yeah. It's a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, This episode was called Secret Sauce. And... um, I mean, it's it's apt for the name of uh, the episode, but we start off where we're going really far off again. So we're kind of leaning into it. But actually, by the end of this one, I can't even tell you like the full thing unless we finish the whole series. And then I can tell you they're they're choosing a storyline that happens at the end of the series and they're putting it now. They're just drawing it and out I don't, the next four episodes. I, no, that was it. You just saw it. Oh, fair enough. You just saw the the whole thing. You saw it minus, minus like uh, minus one big thing, like minus one big battle. I'll say. Okay. But you saw the storyline. Um, we we see the what do they call the animals? The children yes. of the the animals, the, the animal people. VR kids. So they save Gus and they save um Jeopard, Mister Jeopard. Well, they save Gus. They save Mister Jeopard too, because they, they could have killed him. They could have killed him. For some reason, they leave their branding on trees and stuff like that, too. They, like, carve their, you know, whatever. We got more blood this time. We did. There was, in fact, a knife that showed blood. Yeah, it was covered in it, too. And I was like, all right, let's let's have show more seen, of this. Uh, have you seen the Disney movie Tangled? I have not. What the fuck? I don't watch a lot of Disney movies. Oh, my God. I, Actually, there's a lot of Disney movies I have never all seen. Right. <laughs> all now right. that I think of <laughs> What well, is there something point, entangled? The point, the point is moot because you haven't seen it. So, you know? I was going to say, is there something entangled? That, is there a lot of blood entangled? No. There's a scene entangled where somebody gets stabbed, and in the original cut, when the knife is pulled out, there's blood on it, and they had to remove it to keep the rating at PG. Because if they ah. had blood on the knife, it automatically upped it to a PG 13, I think. Or maybe it was a G that upped it to a PG. Hmm. Anyway, okay. adding one simple thing like that with putting blood on a blade immediately upped the rating, so they had to take it out. Fair enough, I guess. Stabbing is okay. You just can't show blood. And they definitely showed a little blood on this one. Um, so they they disabled the, the men, and they take capture of Jeopard, where they're about to shoot him. But then they see that Gus is, like, really attached to this guy. And he's like, no, don't shoot him. Don't, so don't I was, him. uh, I was, the second he like runs over to give Jeopard a hug, I was like, he's going to poke this man in the eye with his antlers. The logistics. I think he's adjusted, he's, the, he's adjusted to his antlers by now. I mean, like, it would have been. Are awesome. you running up to people and hitting them with your knees whenever you go to hug somebody? I don't put my knees near somebody's eyeballs. I mean, just like hitting them in general. You're aware of your your space of your body, yeah. and that's probably the same thing with him. Mm-hmm. We had the same discussion type of thing when I told you I I feel like dogs feel like they're uncomfortable when they lay down, but it's like that's I don't understand the How concept because it's not my that body. Conversation. Because I think about that stuff. 
That's I, why. I don't remember that conversation. You, because you were like the same thing. You're like, that's just how they lay down, Aaron. This is the way they. That's their body. So you know, it's because you don't it. have pets. You don't have animals. You don't see them all the time. Well, that's true. That's very true. But it still looks uncomfortable when they lay have down. You seen what a cat looks like from the bottom, like when they're laying on a glass Ugh. table. No, why? It's Ugh. so cute. Anyway, that's that's disturbing. Uh, anyway, we go to actually from them being quote unquote rescued, we switch over to Amy and her new we adultish, uh, not adultish, but grown up daughter. Yeah, so I thought that when we left Amy with the box, I thought that was quote unquote present day, like she'd spent those 10 years putting together her zoo and now we're in the present day. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. Mm-hmm. That was very See, early on. That's what I didn't want to say, because I said they're playing with time a little differently, because their story, I was, I'm like, she should be the same age as Gus. Ah. And that's why I was like, they're playing with time, because if this is supposed to be the same time that Gus is doing all that stuff, she receives the baby, then I don't think they're going to have her as the same age as Gus ever. But you can see that that was a past thing. That was, you know, something that happened already. And we see uh, like a 10-year-old uh, pig girl. This is yet another <laughs> storyline that's better than the main Gus storyline. The Amy you and her daughter storyline is so much better. No, no. Yes. Listeners, she only likes it, one, because they both agree that men shouldn't be around. Two, they're right. That, they're right. That it focuses on two women, which is not fu- yes. uh, not bad at all. And three, that they go to a library when they go out on their shopping day. Yeah. I like these people more. Wow. Wow. They're better. The story's not about them. I don't okay? care. It should it's be. Not, it should be about, about Amy them. and her daughter, and it should be about Dr. Singh, and Gus is the side story. Well, uh, since actually, since all of that stuff is actually kind of out of the bag, what they're missing is in the, in the, um, story from the comic book perspective they by now they've made it to the preserve is what it Ah. is jeopard and um gus and um this is when we finally meet dr singh in the story so he hasn't been in the story at the preserve because i think they're changing where he's at now to the actual spot why are you telling me that's things? not telling you things mm-hmm. i don't think they're ever putting it in there that's what i'm saying and then we just saw have to this leave because of what happened at the end of this episode he's gonna end up at the preserve it's gonna be a whole thing no 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 because remember their preserve that they have is an established place all the, already it's that place with the military remember the flyers and everything like that they've yeah. already shown all that so that's what i'm saying so what we saw in this with with uh amy's character and what she does at the end of this they're, that's just made up stuff. Like I'm saying, that's hmm. they're just adding that stuff. So I'm just saying that they haven't introduced Dr. Singh's character until now, basically. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't, he wasn't in all that early stuff. Um, and Dr. Singh's character is the woman doctor's character, basically. Okay. That's what that's what that is. He is Dr. Bell. He's yeah, he's Dr. Bell, basically. It's still Doctor Singh, the name and everything like that, but their actions are 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 the the same from the comic books and the Witcher Macaulay. Okay. So adding this this wife, I don't know what that's about. Um, I, I mean, yeah, we we know narratively that men won't do anything unless it's to protect a woman, so we always have to invent one. 
We either have to invent Apparently. a woman to protect or invent a woman to kill. Like, that's the only two things. Well, for other characters, yes, it happens like that. But Dr. Singh, for the most part, nah. He's he's trying to, you know, I guess do the right thing. Uh, and then I did, I got to read a little bit um, as well because I was looking for a specific scene that they were kind of hinting towards. And I did find out that they do actually call the virus one time in the comic book by that. Uh, H5G9. H5G9, yeah. It's a really quick glance over that Dr. Singh says. So I'm like, that's probably why I never saw it. So it was called H5G9? It was called 5G? Uh, no, H, no, H, good Lord. H5G9. Uh, H5G9 is what, I just said. is what it's called. I thought you said, uh, oh no, you did say 5G. Because I'm just stuck on just the 5G. You're missing the joke, Aaron. Let's move I, that's on. exactly why. Let's move on. You missed it. You ruined Whatever. it. You're the worst. You're not funny. You don't You're get me. Funny. You don't get me. You're not funny. Wow. How dare you? How dare you? Anyway, after their library session, uh, you find out that uh, Pig Girl has, you know, super senses, too, because she could smell smoke. I'm like, well, to be fair, it wasn't exactly super senses. The cigarette was at her feet. Did her mother smell it? Anybody could have smelled that. Did her mother smell it, though? She should have. But she did not. A normal human can smell that. She's got something else. She's got COVID. She can't smell anything. Pig Girl. uh, And they really, uh, like cutified up pig girl in the she's the show. adorable and uh, in the comic she isn't she's no she's cute <laughs> actually you, I, we'll see we'll see maybe they might uh might cut off an ear or something like that jesus <laughs> so do so you, you see how people with one ear aren't cute uh if it gets cut off in a tragic accident because of the sickness maybe not jesus Maybe not. You just don't. You're not getting it, Emma. You're wow. not getting it. Just so uh, I got your joke. Gotcha joke. The time has passed. It's already happened. You're done. Yeah, and you're gonna dwell on it, whatever. So anyway, they come back to the the sanctity of their um, zoo after almost being caught out there, and then they do the line that Emma likes so much. Oh, I do really wish men were all gone. Yeah. But let's be honest. Yeah. It's it's everybody. It's not just men. It's are men it's part everybody. of the everybody? Yes, they are. Wow, wow. All all lives matter. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, we go back to uh, the animal people, and they're escorting Gus and Jeopard to a whole new part of the story that nobody knows anything about because it's not in the comic books. They so, don't go to the, they don't go to a fucking rave. You know what's killing no. me is this. See, this feels like an apocalypse, like a post-apocalyptic trope, because I've seen this in at least two other post-apocalyptic stories. I can't remember what the second was, but Maze Runner does the same thing. There's like a random rave club scene in the middle of the fucking apocalypse. And I'm like, where are these? Why is this a thing in this genre? I feel like writers feel like if there is any type of post-apocalyptic type of situation that happens, there's going to be a group of teens that wants to get away from parents and rave out for the rest of their days. So they have to put it in every single story that's post-apocalyptic. It's a or they, maze runner. Or they have to center their story around there. Like the 100. Or, um, crap, what was that one with the zombies uh, and the kids had their own little nation. It's even in Fallout. There's a place called like B 
big town or something like that, where it's mm-hmm. nothing but just kids the whole way. So it's I think bizarre. that's just a trope that the, like use. what a, like you even said the same thing. You're like, where are they getting all this energy? Like, what a waste of power to be powering your computers and your lights and your music and your what the fuck? Also, Why is this a thing? if there's all that power and we've seen the rest of the world that isn't like the quote unquote civilized place, because we saw just like the train station and the market and they didn't look like they were like highly technological, advanced people. Mm-hmm. But these people got freaking strip lights everywhere and and music blasting like and video games. Yeah. So if you've got all this technology, that's not attracting people. You got a bunch of lights going off yep. everywhere. That should be the military would be on you swiftly. If there was even a hint of a signal that you're using this internet out there, just all willy nilly like you are. Come on. Come on. Did Gus get his picture back? uh, I think she gave it back to him. So he's talking or Gus is talking with the leader uh, whose name is Bear, uh, according to IMDB. But I don't think they ever actually said it. No, they they called her Bear. Did they? Okay. Yeah. The girl at the um, and, end was like, if you're with Bear, you're against us. Oh. I have to wait to the very end of the whole series to tell you about that. Mm. So anyway, um, Bear says, hey, Gus here, everybody, is king for the day or king for the night or whatever. And everybody cheers. All the kids yell, yay, Gus is the king. We don't know this kid. And apparently we have to but now bow antlers. down to him. And then you got a line it's of like, people. No, it's like that story when the whole town pretended that sick kid was Batman. Uh, you mean the real one? Yeah. Good lord, that's a it's a good story though. I know, but I'm saying like that's the same. Like that's like they're they're excited for the kid, so we're all oh, gonna okay. Pretend Batman. We're all gonna pretend this kid is king for the night. Okay, I didn't know where you were going with there for a second. I was like, that kid was wasn't he terminally ill? Yes. We're going to move on, Emma. We're going <laughs> to move right on, okay? I'm just saying it's similar. Gus gets to try out gummy worms for the first time. Sour gummy and worms, even better. Sour gummy, yes. Um, this kid will have diabetes by the time he's 15. He's uh, not making it just... 15. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jeez. In this economy? Um. Oh, I mean, who knows? There's apparently spots that have full-blown power in Nintendo. So, whatever. They show him video games for the first time. Um, Without explaining to him that it's not real. Like, they're like, hey, let's show you this thing where a bunch of people are shooting and dying. But, like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Guess, you got to start him off with Call of Duty. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to learn ta- somehow. I taught my roommate how to play video games with Portal. All right. You put him in something easy. You put him in something I'll say, just teach you no. the movement. You're holding their hands when you do that. You, you drop them into the deep end and let them swim is what you do. And then they don't like video games portal how dare you uh and then we get another kind of exposition that we've had before about why the world is the way the world is from bear yeah she she feels the same way that his dad did yes like she she explains like oh grown-ups controlled the world and they ruined it and yeah for their greed basically that's what she said yeah it's just it was just capitalism for, you know, they destroyed the world. The waters used to be blue before they put stuff in it. And it's like, you weren't even old enough to know blue you waters. Know. What are you talking about? Where, where's all this coming from? You s- still have doo-doo sprayed across your face she as did. a mask for some reason. 
So whatever. But they also do a quick scene where they're talking, where Bear uh, gets asked by like maybe one of her lieutenants or something. Tiger, I think that was the one. Yeah. Um, like, what are we going to do with the big guy? And Bear is like, we're, you know, keeping him alive for now. And Tiger's not about that life. You know, apparently they have this this mode operandus where if they see these adults, they kill them. Like, they don't hesitate. They do this. Um, and right now it already foreshadows whenever Tiger questions the leader. You know that's what that's foreshadowing. There was like, some tension a, in the ranks from the beginning with this girl. She was always going to be a troublemaker. Exactly. And Bear should have just killed her right then and there. Jesus Yeah, you, you, you stem that, you know, right there. Straight Peter that Panic. In the bud. She's aged out. Exactly. Like, oh, Tiger has turned 18, everybody, today. It's time to kill her. We know what we have to do. She's going through the change. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> did you catch that uh, Bear was having flashbacks to her childhood? Yeah, of course I caught that. But Pretty did you also blatant. catch that it was not important whatsoever? Yes, I did. It okay. never because it only ever showed her, like her face. Yes. I was like, what am I supposed to be getting from this? Other than she used to be a child that lived in a sunny place. I don't know what you were supposed to get from that either. I was again, like, are we gonna show her family? Thing. Are we gonna show how they died? Like, what are we doing here? But I think I feel like we're I mean, we're not done with Bear. So we're gonna keep getting her flashbacks. And Bear also did say that her family was all slaughtered by the the last men. Is that what they're called? In cold blood, no less. But I don't even know what that means. Like, like nobody really. I guess now we see that they just they just kill everybody. Um, you know that that has a sickness. But in the beginning, they just let them expire. Basically, Jeez. like when everything started, you, they just died out. They never really was like, oh, he's sick. Shoot him. Like no. It was, you got two days, bro. Sorry. You're Enjoy done. it while it lasts. Yeah, pretty much. Look at the look at the flowers. Jeez. You know? <laughs> but, so yeah, I, I was expecting to see maybe her family with some type of, I don't know, soldiers or something like that. Resistance fighters. I don't, I don't get what, what her, maybe we'll see some more in the next one. But they have a little moment where they're drawing together Baron and um, Gus, and he tells her about his mom that's in Red Rock, and um, she gets one of her men to go do a search for for her mom for his. Where mom. we've already established that the internet is gone. What is he searching? Uh, maybe they have a database of of names. He's just walking person to person. You know this lady? Do you know this lady? Do you know this? It's lady? Probably, or. Or he's doing the thing where he just walks out of sight for a little bit and it comes back. I got nothing. Yeah. I couldn't find anything on it. Like, man, I really want to work today. Yeah. Uh, Then we cut to some graphic scenes with Dr. Singh sleep and having a uh, full-blown nightmare where uh, we're seeing, like, some guts, some, uh, some animals that are spliced open. Um... And like dissections, some, you know, basically dissections. Yes, some dissections. Thank you. And it even says hybrid dissections. It's some X-rays of some hybrids as well. Some MRIs um, of some hybrids, because you got the eyeballs. That freaked me out. So, so how do I put this? Because they're not going to show this in the. I know they're not going to show this. So do I tell you? I'm just going to tell you. So, in the comic books. Um, 
Dr. Singh is a monster. Jeez. <laughs> That's what he is. He's a monster. So you know he experiments on um, the hybrids. But at some point, some hybrids, they run out mm-hmm. of supplies. So he needs to get new stock. They don't do a military thing where they search for them like that. You know, are there the military uh, people that you've seen aren't always successful at bringing them back. So he has to get them somehow. Well, you know how they're created. So <gasps> Dr. Singh, yes. That's why I don't know who this Dr. Singh is in this thing. Oh, no. I, no, I no. Not my Dr. Singh. Hashtag not my Ask, Dr. Singh. No. It is your doctor. Not Singh. my doctor Singh. In this I economy, feel, no. I feel the way that they decided to Disneyfy this whole thing, they were like, let's wipe his whole story up and make it from scratch. Because And they're gonna put all the, the evil on the other doctor that they immediately on killed. that that so other one. They don't woman. have to like sully his story with that. Yes. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. You are a monster. Not my doctor he, Singh. He is rooted in evil. My doctor is a nice is. man. No, he is. And that's why I was just like, what is going on with this character? Why are they trying to make me sympathize with this dude? But I think they're just never going to go into this story, that storyline for him. That's fine by I th- me. I think they're just going to hero make him or something like that. And I'm not about it. I'm not about it. He is a villain through and through. So now that that's no out of the bag. No, there's no redemption for what he just did. For what he does but in the he comic hasn't done books. Anything. He hasn't done anything. He's he already nothing. done it. He He's done already anything. done it. Anyway. I, don't know, I don't know what you're watching, but I'm watching the TV show and there's nothing wrong with him. Oh, don't play my words against yeah, me. Yeah, uh-huh. Don't you dare. Now you know how it feels, you bastard. Don't you dare. You, you didn't get me back then. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He wakes up from his nightmare, the monster sing, and he meets his wife out uh, there where she's still gung-ho about cutting up hybrids. She does not give a damn. If anybody's the monster in this relationship, it's her. She is not at all. She has no qualms about the fact that they need a living hybrid to cure her. She does not care. She knows what it takes, right? She knows what it takes to make this secret sauce, which they go over. They, uh, I think it's like in a, uh, a voiceover from yeah. the old doctor. Is that yeah. what it is? When he's reading Was it her, her voice. Yeah, and you hear that it's you know fluids from a live you know yeah uh, secretions from their pineal gland and bone marrow uh, stem cells. Which ow. Yeah. Yes. So it's painful procedures for all this type of stuff. And since she knows what's going on, she's cool with it. She I think does they're not give a damn. I think they're blending some of the traits from the comic book one into her character from Dr. Singh and not putting it on him. They are really absolving him of all his stuff. Not my like, Dr. I promise Singh. you, they are really just in like, no, we're not going to do this. Let's put this on. I thought you would be against it. They put all his quote unquote sins on women. Well, yeah, not my Dr. Singh. Okay. All right. He's a nice just man. Saying. Okay. <laughs> well, the nice man goes out in front of the, uh, the house to meet, uh, Karen, aka Nancy. You skipped all the uh, way to the end. Oh wait, no, no, okay. No, first, not yet, not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the first meeting because Nancy is snooping around the neighborhood and she notices one of the flowers that usually grow where the sick is, um, in front of Doctor Singh's house. Um, 
for no good reason. She's just out and about. She's, she's a fucking she's busybody. Out there. She's a suburban ass busybody. I hate these people. They have nothing like she better plays. to do than, than spy on the neighborhood and, and be she a does. bitch about it. And it's crazy because And you know, I don't know this if... bitch is the homeowners association president too. Yes. Oh, you yeah. know. And even in the apocalypse, <laughs> she is still making them pay their HOA uh, dues. You fucking know Yes. Because did you think that's what she was doing in the beginning? Is like she's still worried about the yard after yep. all this stuff? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Like she's so, still out here trying to fucking weed people's yards in the goddamn apocalypse. No, it's people. It's people like that. Yeah. This flower thing, I hate. This flower thing is dumb. It doesn't make any sense. If it was just the whole like the earth is healing kind of a thing, it wouldn't be the same plant everywhere. It would be whatever happens to grow there. But the fact that it's the same plant, do you release some sort of spores when you're sick? And they grow like what the fuck is this is dumb. I, this is dumb. That is true. Like what causes the what causes the plant to grow? Knowing because that they go they're to Doug's sick house around. and it's covered in them. Yeah, and it's Ash because covered. he burned because yes, they burned in front of his, his dead house, house. <laughs> his his his, uh, his torch house. Yes, it's it's covered in those purple like violet uh, flowers that are they're everywhere. The um, earth is healing. Fuck off. So again, spoiler, there's no cure. So <gasps> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have you seen the happening? Yes. It's the earth doing it. The flowers That's... are not caused by the virus. The flowers cause the virus. I was going to say something like that, too. They release <laughs> it like... in the air. <laughs> That's, the what That's what I was going to say. are killing us because they are us. I was going to be like, since you know there's no cure and you know, you know, that the the disease is everywhere, maybe it's the flowers that are doing it. It's exactly. That's not it's what that, it's, it's the chicken egg. Do the Does the sickness cause the flowers or do the flowers cause the sickness? Which is more likely? Which is more likely? Again, they don't have a, a resolute answer. It's just people are sick and that is it. Clearly, like, it's the flowers. Okay. I thought either that or maybe... The flowers were the antidote the whole time. And that would also be stupid. <laughs> nobody tested the flowers. But I don't know. Like again, they're going that's that's nothing that's ever in the stories. So I don't I don't know what they're doing with that. That's all all new. Uh but that's when uh the doc goes out, he goes to the clinic, ties up his horse for eight hours. Uh um, this is I'm gonna need PETA on the phone. We're treating this horse like crap. The horse is fine. I mean, the horse is tied the... to a tree on the sidewalk in front of their house when they're home, and then he goes to work uh-huh. and he ties it to a post in an asphalt parking lot. No, this is and, I'm I'm upset. For and this. then and then you wonder why the horse acts the way exactly. He does. I I know exactly why the horse does what he does later on. So oh, when boy. he's at the when he's at the clinic, that's when he. Uh, he, you know, he does the, the little voiceover from reading the notes and stuff like that um, about um, what it is to make the secret sauce to stave off the. Um, that. That's awful. What do you want me to call it? It's called secret know. sauce. Yeah, I don't know. The name of the episode is going to be called secret sauce. So. Gross. Secret sauce. Um, but he pulls out a flare gun and the flare gun has. um. A bunch of different like were they different um, labels, labels or was it all the same label? No, they were different labels. I, oh, okay. I have the screenshot up here. So okay. one says surgical blades, one says secret sauce, oh, and okay. 
and one is kind of uh i can't read it so it's coded for whatever he needs so purple obviously means get the hybrid yes because he shoots it in the air it gives you a purple glow and scares the horse foreshadowing oh yeah look at that i didn't catch that foreshadow um but whoever sees it i guess will know the signals and knows what they need to do or knows what they need to get so what if nobody's having what if nobody looks up what if nobody's just that's true this is a dumb system no i mean i would i would take it that if they have a deal with this medical center they probably have one guy on a lookout at all times and they'll probably have shifts and stuff like that you know what it is between on the border between north and south korea they both have a phone that one person is always at somebody's always at that phone in case one side needs to call the other and they call it every single day to make sure it works and then they hang up the north will call the south and vice versa yep really and north korea one time so the phone on our side is like a mauve like or on the south korean side is like a mauve pink north korea sent a black phone because they found out that ours was pink and they didn't like it and we still use the pink one hilarious hilarious uh, I learn something new every day. Okay. I guess, yeah, you, you taught me something there. Um, Sing goes back home on his horse, which apparently we have budget for horses now. Uh, and goes in his living room, and look who's there. Mrs. Busy Busybody body ass Nancy. Nancy is in the living room, and she's sneaky and... You know, she shuts her conversation with his wife down He's real like, no, fast. No, no, please, like, by all means, continue. Yeah. So, of Say course, Nancy. Face. Yes. And he, that, in a polite way, that's what, you know, he Say says, Dr. Singh. So she was like, I think I'm just going to, you know, uh, suggest to the community that we do, was it weekly testing yeah, or something uh, like that? random testing. Mandatory random testing. Just to make sure that nobody else is infected. We've had like three infected in the last so-and-so months or something like that. I was surprised that they didn't test everybody at that party. Uh, remember, tests are very limited. You Apparently know, we don't have a they're lot not of them. because we can afford to think about doing a random mandatory test whenever we want. Ah, but see, that was a lie. Ebba. Wow. <laughs> but... So that she's racial really profiling. Stop. She's like, she's like, uh, you been selected for random additional screening, uh, like a fucking TSA agent. Do you think this is the type of woman that would not do that? <laughs> no, she absolutely is. All right, then. This is the queen of that. She's that not like them since thing. they moved into her neighborhood. No, she hasn't. I don't care that you're a doctor. Sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how she greeted them. And no, she's been on them ever since. <laughs> wow. Um, on her way out, though, because earlier when they met, um, she wanted to meet Dr. Singh's wife to speak to her. But Dr. Singh was like, she's tired from our anniversary. We had a couple of drinks. You know how we do. Mm. And she was like, OK, I'll let her sleep. But then, of course, she freaking goes in there anyway. And on her way out while she's leaving, she turns around to um, Dr. Singh's wife. What was her name again? I keep Lisa? forgetting it. That sounds good. Uh, it says, no idea. And and says, I only don't know because this is not a character. Uh, she turns around and is like, you know, hey, congratulations or happy anniversary. And Lisa drops the fucking ball immediately. 
set up for a layup and just misses the opportunity. I tell I when when you said that, Emma, when you were like, play along, catch or catch on, you wouldn't have caught on. Yeah. Especially you know what? He like that it, there's a couple things. She should have caught on that clearly they're because they're already in a position where they're lying. They're constantly lying. So you're already in that mindset of like, oh, you know, he probably said something, just play along with this. Um, and he should have immediately stepped in and spoken over her. That's that makes it look more suspicious if he is the lie coming straight from him. Um, that's why he did the turn and look like, back even if to he her. Just, yeah, turn around and be like, oh, yeah, I told her about our anniversary last night. You know, we had a little bit of the secret sauce. Gross. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, Emma. But like they both handled this poorly. I'm I'm going to do a lie to you one day and see if you catch do on. Do a lie. Gonna, Please yes. do a lie. I'm going to do a lie to you and see if you catch on and. I promise you, you won't. Nobody catches on in those moments unless it's already pre-designed. They're if it was gargoyle in a again, state of paranoia. Okay, they're no. already heightened. She's in a state of denial, is what she's in. Yeah. She's like, everything is fine, everything is okay. You can keep making these things. Go kill some kids for me. Give me some medicine. Jesus. That's what she's in. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Not. So, so she's not on her lie game. She's not into that. He's on the lie game. He's on the defensive most of the time. He has to come up with all these type of things. Right, once again, the man has to come through wow. and and make sure everything is okay. Not my sheesh. Yeah, you need to read the comic and see the monstrous things that he does. Um, so after their little uh, what, what's the word? Tumultuous? Tumult? What? What am I tumultuous? thinking? Tumultuous. There's no R Thank in you. there. Thank you. Tumult. Tumultuous. Thank you. <laughs> After that little tumultuous uh, scene that they had between Nancy and the wife and Dr. Singh, we switch over to some more lighthearted stuff. We go back to the uh, the mother-daughter combo of uh, Pig Girl and Amy. Uh, and, she calls her um, Pigtail, all right. She called her Pig Girl once. That's why I thought it was going to keep sticking. And then she goes to Pigtail. Mm-hmm. She keeps calling her different things, except for her real name, which is strange. Um, Suspense. but she's listening. The little girl is listening to the radio, and she's hearing the last men, um, um, like radio broadcasts and stuff like that. Well, and she's like pulling some, them. It was it was some woman uh, that was basically like asking for help. Yes, yeah, and so like when you hear that, and you know there's not too many people out there, you probably want to, you know, like hey, you're not alone, or you want to respond because you haven't interacted with anybody but your mother. So she starts pulling her microphone or the microphone closer and um her mom intervenes real fast real fast and it's the same thing it's like gus's dad those two people know how the world is outside you don't talk to people outside they're all crazy the world's on fire out there okay it's like taking my mother to new york city and being like okay just don't make eye contact with anybody on the street don't talk to anybody she stops and talks to somebody mom let's go don't talk to people on the street here yeah but your mom's an adult your mom's (laughs) an adult she can handle herself i had that happen to me my first time i went to la i was with a, a, a group of people and we were downtown LA and they were like and i saw like some homeless people and then like some like kind of rough looking fellas um and they were in front of the place we were staying and the guy that i was with 
was like, just don't look at them, don't talk to them, just walk past them. I'm like, first of all, what neighborhood do you think I'm from where I ain't seen <laughs> this before? You don't know, because actually this was the first time I met that this guy. But um, so when we walked up, I was just like, yo, what's up? And we walked through when he kind of put his head down and like just shuffled through. I'm like, what? They're not about to kidnap us, dude. Like, what are you doing? It's so, about avoiding a conversation. Oh, my God. Yeah, they weren't about to spark up a conversation either. They were just, they, these no, are just dudes hanging right out. Right after I told my mother that we can't talk to people on the street, she tries to accept there's, like, some guys that were handing out CDs of their, like, shitty music, and they're like, take our CD, take our CD. And, like, she was, like, trying. She was like, oh, okay. I'm like, mom, stop. And she got sucked into a conversation. I had to walk my ass back, pull her away. It was a whole thing. You know what? I like your mother. She's open to conversations. She wanted to meet the person for a hot second. It's fine. No. And we're she leaving. probably. We're not listening to your she crappy probably, music learned a little bit more her little little you know smooth jazz or something and she's she's happy Boom. Yeah. uh so we get to see a little bit more how they live they're cooking together uh the little piggy girl can smell the food to know if it needs more seasoning or Did anything like troubles? that um i would i would suppose so i would actually suppose so <laughs> um but they're also gardening and the mom was like, hey, some of my carrots have been missing. You know, you've been in them? And no. yeah, she's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. That's nothing. What do you mean? So she after has dinner. Like the little, has a little face. Yeah, she has a little, you know, mm-hmm. I got a secret. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to know about this. This is my secret. So, um. After dinner, when her mom tells her to basically clean up, uh, little picky girl takes a plate and go and like goes and puts it in uh, some bushes. Yeah, she's being a stray cat. And and yeah, she just kind of like uh, puts some food off her in a little little spot and leaves it there. So somebody's got a little pet. Little, Never did they Never fed the stray cats, and then they kept coming back, and then no, cat. Emma, How why would I, I do Joe that? Twenty years ago, did you really? Yeah, he was a stray cat that adopted us. He is no, he is a hostage for 20 <laughs> years. That is that explains so much about that cat now. Wow. He's got PTSD. He is wow. uh, he's been a hostage for 20 years. <laughs> wow. I thought you legit got him at like a shelter no, or he was a stray cat in our neighborhood and we started feeding him in the garage and then he slept in the garage and we let him come in to eat, but he had to sleep in the garage and then he was sleeping in the house, and then he was our cat. No, that's horrible. That's, that's just how you get cats sometimes. That is catnapping. That is legit catnapping. He came sometimes with a collar on, like somebody else had tried to claim him. Somebody else's no. cat, Emma. <laughs> because you're you terrible. Know he wasn't because he was malnourished, and I was like, "They're starving you, and you hate this collar." So I took it off, and uh, I've had that cat you're... for twenty years. That is, yeah, you've kept him hostage for twenty years. <laughs> that's my baby. Any. Anyway, uh, as the uh, the mother daughter combo sleeps, uh, the little alarm system goes off, and um, the mom is right on it. <laughs> wow, the mom is right on it. She goes to the, the underground panel. There's a, a rifle, a pistol, and a nightstick all in there. She grabs the rifle, uh, and she brings the kid with her, which I respect. Mm-hmm. You bring the kid with you. You don't leave the kid don't there separate. so that 
Yeah, you don't separate. She kept her close the whole time. Like you saw her like pulling her closer to her. Like, hey, you stay right close to me. We in this together. We ride yep. together. We die together. This is how it's going down. So as they're searching the, the zoo for what made the uh, the noise, um, the mom kind of gets a little uh, clue that it's in the bushes because the bushes start rattling. And the daughter runs like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Do Touch not shoot. In front of a loaded gun. Yes, she does, without hesitation. My God. Uh, because inside the bush is a little creature named Bob. Bobby. And Bob sticks, Bobby sticks his head out, and he's like, I'm Bobby? And I was like, what? They actually went there? So let me give you the backstory in the comic book. Please do. When these, when these characters are introduced, you meet the pig girl. And, of course, you do meet Bobby as well at the exact same time. Um, but it is explained that, like, you know already, not everybody can speak. You mm -hmm. know, they're treated like animals, like legit animals. So the pig girl is smart like Gus because those two have you know, kind of similar upbringing where they had a parent that cared for them. They also seem to, to be like 99% human, 1% animal, whereas Bobby's clearly much more animal than they are. Well, it's explained that some of them regress when they aren't treated normally, mm -hmm. like, like, like regular beings. So Gus and her, they're treated like children, you know? Bobby, on the other hand, he's grouped. For the most part of the comic books. That's all he ever gets to say is. I'm Bobby. I, I am Bobby or Bobby I am or something like that. Like for the most part, that's Bobby. So he's kind of the. No, uh, that's my purse. I don't know you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Oh, my God. You are so uncultured. I I don't. I don't know what that's about. What is that? Just for the is that a meme? Is that a meme? Is that Bobby a meme? Hill. Okay. Yeah, all right. We'll move right along. So they made him like this, uh, they really made him like this cute, cuddly chipmunk type of thing. Um, chipmunk. Beaver, maybe? Maybe. He's tiny. Wow. He's so small. <laughs> so you get to see his head in the beginning, but you get a better shot later hands. of him. His little hands. <laughs> wow. So she had been hiding him out. She was like, he's like me. He's a little, little half-breed. Wow. I mean, is he not? Is he not? Well, calm it down with the H word over here. <laughs> what? Wow. I mean, hybrid? Is that what you wanted me to say? Wow. That's He's the, a hybrid. That's the politically correct term. Uh, then we switch back to Gus and... Uh, oh, that's right. They it, exist. Wow. How dare you? They're, They're important. They're important story. They're important. Are they? Yes. Uh, and then you find out that Jeopard's been held hostage... A little shit. Well, this little boy has been eating candy and playing bumper cars and watching Looney Tunes. This man is tied up and gagged in a shed. Living his best life is what he was doing. Wow. He's live that's what I mean, would you not be doing all that stuff? He's literally over here like you'd keep the kid. Like that that is great. Fine by me. I'll be on my way. Please, by all means, keep the kid. But they've got this whole thing in their head of we're not gonna judge people by an individual we just know that you were a part of this group so you're bad is how it is um, yeah so we we they talked earlier about how the brand um 
the brand that, that we had seen on him is a brand of the last man group. Yes. And do you think he... Will Forte got confused somewhere on the way to the studio to do last man on earth? And he ended up here and that's how he ended up on the show. I mean, that's very possible for a show that's been canceled for like, I don't know, five, six years. That show is not, first of all, is that show canceled? That show has been off the air. That was like last year. What? The last man on earth. We have a little Forte show. I I feel like that show was canceled a long, long time ago. I don't think you're right. I don't think you're right here. I'm going to guess it was canceled in late 2019. Hmm. This is me vamping for time. I already so looked I can... it up. March 2015 to March 2018. Ah, oh, I was close. So there you go. I believe... I was correct in that one. No, you so, definitely said five years ago. I don't know if you can do math, my friend, but... Uh, first of all, you know what? We're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. I mean, Will if you want to get away from it, you know, it's, I understand. Will Forte is dead in this, in Just both in, scenarios. In, wow. <laughs> in both scenarios, he's gone. Okay? He's canceled, and he's dead in this. Jesus. Um, Jeopard comes clean about his past, though. And this is... I, I, I like this character, or I like this part for... Um, Gus's character because once Jeopard comes out and spills the beans about he was a part of this bad people you got to do what you got to do to survive blah 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 it show it, Gus is still like okay I got it good but he's still a good person he helps me when I'm you know need help uh, he feeds me he keeps me safe a classic I don't care what he does dreams. to other people he's nice to me but he talked about other people mm -hmm. too. Well, see, and that's the other thing, and and that's why I'm that's why I'm saying they left stuff out because remember, in the beat when I told you last episode about the the prostitution ring where Jeopard goes back and he saves those women, that was just more evidence for Gus to Which stack up. Which he wasn't up gonna do if Gus didn't ask him to. But he still did it. Yeah. It's about your actions and what you idea. do. It it doesn't have to always be your idea, but your actions speak louder than whatever else is going on. So that's what I'm saying. Like this, it's just more evidence for Gus to, to have hope in this hopeless world type of thing. And they just leave that stuff out. And they just like, well, you just gotta know that he has, you know, hope. So <laughs> I'm like when they leave certain stuff like that out. I'm like, yeah, okay, like you can, you could have added that. You could have put that in there. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary. I I wanted to see it in there. I wanted to see it in there. Um, but anyway, they they don't care. He's a bad guy, so they're like, we're gonna execute you. You know, whatever. How many I'm families have you? How many families have you killed? How many people have you killed? How many? I'm sensing a little projection from Bear. Uh, I think of projection. Maybe, maybe, because I mean, Gus comes back with that. Well, you've hurt people before, you know. You literally hurt those dudes on the uh, on the trail. Like, cut them up. Like, well, you know, why are you different? And that softens her heart a little bit. You can tell. Um, and then they go to this grand scene where everybody is out in the open, and they're. Shooting off signals. like smoke signals everywhere, colorful, like like a baby reveal type of thing. 
blue and pink smoke coming everywhere where they're about to do this big grandiose execution on Jeopard. Uh, and then Bear goes into her monologue about good and evil, basically. And everybody's standing around in animal costumes looking stupid. Um, I'm pro- I'm sorry, cosplays. they did. Because the, the kid that had the elephant costume. He looked ridiculous. You look stupid. He looked you look ridiculous. really dumb. Ridiculous. He can't go through a doorway. That's... He's got to walk side. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, what? I get it that everybody that goes there picks their favorite animal to be. You couldn't pick anything less subtle, bro. But you had to go with the Dumbo ears and everything. Like, come on. There's a girl there that's literally a flamingo and she's wearing all pink, but it's very subtle on on her Who was the animal dude stuff. that looked like he was in an Elton John costume that was all blue? What the hell was he, he supposed was, to be? He was like a bird or something. Oh, he was a I thought he was like a blue jay. I don't know, but he looked ridiculous. No. So anyway, else. their their form of execution is by apparently just releasing a tiger to uh to eat whatever they want. Because the tiger is, is just how do you get the tiger back in the box? My question is, why wouldn't the tiger just attack everybody? Also a good why would it, Why would it just go after the one thing? Also, there were only like two people. There was like one person holding each chain, wasn't it? One person holding each chain. Them little kids yeah. would have been no, yanked all not. the way through. But uh, out of the blue, apparently um, Gus has another superpower that comes out of nowhere he where animals. he can As commune with animals. You know, that, it's, no. it's his people. No, Gus would have got eaten as quick as anybody else in the way would have got eaten. No, I you didn't no, catch on to that when like he was able to approach the deer. But see, he's always able to approach deer because he looks like a deer. Oh, okay. So I mean, when it comes to saber toothed tigers, well, you know, no. tigers and deer, they're they're uh, very famously they get along very well. They're they travel uh, yes, and as, together. As dinner and uh, eater. I don't know what you, what you call them. I think them. you're thinking of their <laughs> distant cousin, the gazelle. They like deer. They're friends it's, They're all the same. They're all the same. Uh, but then a like, war breaks out between uh, people that agree with Bear and people that would want to kill Jeopard with the tiger, the lieutenant. And Tiger takes off her mask, her little crown thing. Was like, if you're with Bear, then you're against me it or was something a like that. Where like Bear holds up her mask. Her mask is like the conch shell in this scenario. Like whoever holds the conch shell gets to talk. She pulls yes. up her mask, and that's like earlier in the episode how she shows like, okay, everybody shut the fuck up. And then she pulls up her little shitty conch shell, and nobody responds. I was like, yeah, nobody. exactly. You were a bunch of kids. This is Lord of the Flies. Nobody gives a shit about your conch shell anymore hands down and so this whole scenario with the kids and the and the little warring now with like two different kind of factions and stuff like that that's a scenario that takes place way later um but like wait like nothing to really it's not really that connected so i can see why they were like you know let's just take it and put it in this Mm -hmm. you know um and so I guess it's it's not too much of a okay whatever because it doesn't have to do with the main big story. It was kind of a you know they probably wanted to add it in, didn't know how to fit it in, so they did it anyway. Um, but it looks like Bear quits the, the the tribe and decides to doesn't even fight go, for it. 
Yeah, not not eat. Yeah, she didn't put up any type of fight, which begs the question: What happened to the people that agreed with you? Did you just let them get slaughtered? Yep. Didn't even fight for your people. Cool, bear. Cool. Um, and then we switch over back over to the mom and dad, our mom and uh, daughter uh, combo, and the mom Amy is on the radio, and she's telling people out there she's putting a broadcast out there saying hey this is a safe place for um hybrid on well, her, her daughter gives her like a hand-drawn thing that looks like an early mock-up of the flyer we saw later on so i got the impression that we're in an earlier timeline like mm. it looks like that's what it, the flyer is based off of but if she mm. and gus are supposed to be the same age I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I could see how you would see that. That does. I'm I'm on the little screenshot of it right now. And I can see how you can see that. I don't know. I I, I don't know. And she called I it the preserve. What, like. Yeah. She I says the like preserve is, like is the, a safe place precursor. for hybrids. But that would make the little girl like 10 years older than Gus. Because those flat, those flyers dropped when he was, or I mean, she was like five years older because those flyers dropped when he was pretty small. I don't know. I don't we'll know. Find out. Uh, but then we then we get a <laughs> the best part. Oh, is it the best part? No, now? not yet. Oh. Not yet. Almost. Uh, we get a walk in from from Bobby. Ah! We get to see a full blown full blown he, Bobby with his did overalls. It occurred to me that he was tiny in the bushes. Yeah, he's a little little I tiny guy. So he walks out and he's like a foot and a half tall. Ah! Yeah, he's he's, little he's a little. <laughs> a thousand percent a thousand percent a little paddington bear uh and if anybody saw the tweet i put out at our um at the beginning where it showed our theme song and everything like that you see a little cameo with bobby in that uh yeah. little tweet yeah so it's cool and so it's like a happier time there at the zoo they got their new little family going they you know start new projects and stuff like that uh and then we switch over to maybe not so much of a happier time uh, where we got Dr. Singh trying <laughs> to convince <laughs> trying to convince Nancy that nothing is wrong. Everything is OK. But Nancy is not having it. She's very Nancy suspicious. is like, I know something is wrong. Somebody is sick. She was you know. five seconds away from saying something about you people. Oh, no. I think she said it before and we just caught the dead end <laughs> of it. That's what like, it was. was we just didn't get to hear it. So she's hysterical. Like she, she's you know she can't be uh, calmed down by Doctor Singh, and she's like, "I'm going to go and take this to the you know the homeowners association." Basically, yes. so Doctor Singh is like, "No, no, I got something that can help. Just, just calm down, Nancy, Nancy." And Nancy tries to get away. You know, from Dr. Singh, and she like shakes him off and stops and is like, No, I'm doing this, and steps right behind the horse. And the horse punts the living <laughs> hell out of this woman. And it is the funniest scene in the entire freaking episode. We rewound that scene like five times just to watch yes. it. Happen. And then we watched it in slow mo. Oh my God. And it's God. hilarious every single time. The sound, the <laughs> calmness of the horse after he's through killing a grown woman. 
to where he's just like, I needed one. I had to get one out of me because the way you guys treat me this whole time, I owe you owed like, me this. This is what happens when you tie me up on the sidewalk. Yes. He punted the crap out of her. And Dr. <laughs> Singh and his wife are just like, crap, what do we do? Nobody in the neighborhood saw, apparently. Nobody in the neighborhood saw. So Dr. Singh and his wife, well, mainly his wife, because she seems to be leading the, the whole thing there. Uh, she does. They pick her up and I guess drag her into the house. And this is where that's I the end of- lose it with them because they didn't kill her. They didn't kill her. True. The horse did. So why are they covering it up? Because now when she just disappears, it's suspicious. If you, you know, if anybody, first of all, maybe nobody saw that, but maybe somebody saw her go into your house. Maybe saw somebody saw her talking to you earlier and then you know you're the last person that saw her what happened but like it doesn't make sense that they hit it when the horse did it. like you if you just play it up you're freaked out she was leaving our house she spooked the horse it kicked we you know there's nothing to be done that shit happens why are you hiding it i won't I, one thing i can think of is maybe they don't want any type of um attention at all like Attention leads to investigation. Investigation leads to evidence. Evidence leads to you know, conclusions. Into what the horse kicked her. into anything. If if like Nancy, Nancy came is, to visit, she walked away. You know, and then you get a pasture for the horses. If Nancy is already snooping, do you think other people in the neighborhood aren't snooping? Nancy is a busybody. Yeah, and you don't think there's more than one busybody? Yeah, she's like top tier. To I'm the just only... saying it wasn't suspicious until they tried to hide it. Well, I mean, I don't know what they're doing with the body because they literally just showed them just pulling it in the house. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Nancy is not married or have any children around. Like She's clearly somebody that nobody lives on her own. Nobody wants to be around that. So nobody's really going to miss her, I would say, until an HOA meeting. When you know that's the thing, like everybody's gonna notice she's gone because you know she's up everybody's ass all the time. Yeah, but you can deny. Yeah. You can just be like, eh, they, you know, it was it's not, broad daylight, and it was loud, like a horse whinny, and then kicking, and then somebody falling to the ground. Like that's loud. Yeah, but I mean, people are minding their business yeah. if, no, if there's not. no other In the busy bodies. The apocalypse when there's nothing to do. <laughs> Uh, but it was good. It was, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a it was a well end to a uh, character. Further illustrates that's, that's... that the sings are the best part of the story. You know what? I feel like they're gonna go into the darker part of the sings. I think that's well, I not think that's yet. Where it's gonna not. Go. not my sing. Wow. Uh, but that's it. We're we got through. halfway through. That's right. And I think things are starting to, to turn up a little bit now. At least with the sings. Mm-hmm. See how many bodies they can catch this season. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we see you guys next time on the uh, sixth episode of Gus Watch. Fifth. Oh, fifth. That's right. We're <laughs> on number five. I can count. Proud I you. can count. I promise. Bye. Bye.